1: Oh, welcome. Hey, today is an amazing day to take your life to a completely new level. Hi, I'm Candy Foster. This is Voices of Courage. I got some questions to ask you today. What do you want to happen the rest of the year? You know, what are you hoping for? What are your greatest dreams? And what are the dreams that maybe you've given up on? Maybe those resolutions early in the year. You know, what are you willing to give or give up to accomplish those dreams. You know, most people don't ask these kinds of questions on a regular basis, but that's exactly what we need to do to generate success. Today, my show is about helping you meet life's challenges head on. Whether you're having difficulties in relationships, in business, career, health, with your family, there are ways to overcome every single challenge. There are more solutions than limitations or or problems in the world, and all we have to do is learn how to tap into those on a consistent basis. So this show, I'm going to give you some practical advice on how to transform problems into life-changing success. I have a great, a couple of great guests with me today, Don Meredith, who's going to be talking about his new book that's coming out, and I also have a fellow by the name of Rick Carlton. Rick is... uh, Got an organization called Save a Child. He's going to tell us how he uh, uh, brought that into fruition and the struggles he went through. Same thing with Don. They they, they didn't get this uh, new book. Don hasn't been the success that he has in the world by just pretending it's going to happen. These guys have put a lot of forth, a lot of time, effort, and energy to make it happen. So let me ask you this. Why are some people more resilient, better copers in life when it comes to dealing with all the ups and downs? You know, it's kind of a very complicated subject, isn't it? And literally there's hundreds of probably thousands of reasons why some people cope better than others. But I don't believe we're asking the the reason that I think a lot of people are not coping well is because they're not asking the right questions. I believe if you really want to transform every area of your life, you really need to start asking different questions. So let me ask you, what are the most effective ways that you can cope with life's challenges that are confronting you? Um, you know, I don't have your answers. You have your answers. I say this because i work with hundreds, and th- actually thousands at this point, individuals that have their own answers. Listen, they have different biology than me or the next person. They have different experiences, different education. What works for one doesn't necessarily work for another. But I will tell you this that when somebody is dedicated to really changing their life and really making it have have greater experiences in life, then we start to do the inner work. See, you know, all of us, and you know this, you're my audience, all of you know we have an inner battle going on, right? We have an inner battle that is, uh, on any point in time, we're being asked to make choices, right? And those choices are... What's going to lead us to happiness or what's going to lead us to suffering? What thoughts, desires, and choices are either empowering you or disempowering you? So i found that introspection is the key to having an amazing life. And I want to give you some thoughts about that today. Okay? So listen, at the end of the day, I think it's important to ask a few questions. Predominantly was my day uh, filled with uh, success, or did I just stumble around? Did I procrastinate? Were you angry today, or predominantly calm? Were you loving or mean? Were you controlling or caring? Um, are you feeling deeper love and joy in your life, or less? Are you feeling more successful? Are you creating more wealth, more more uh, abundance for your family, or or not? You know, a lot of us don't want to ask those questions daily, but I have to say this. If you just ask daily um, and not take it personally, all of us fail. I don't know about you, but I've failed forward a million times in business, in relationship, in family life, in career. You know, I've failed in all those things, but I've gotten back up and I've asked myself, okay, what works? What doesn't work? What do I need to do different? So to take this life to a completely new level. What works? What doesn't work? What do I need to do different? And after I introspect and I figure out, you know, what happened that day, did I accomplish my goals, did I not, then I set up a plan and I encourage you to set up a plan. So listen, if you were predominantly upset that day or angry, right, or you had those going on, you need to set up a patience plan, right? How do you become more patient and less reactive? If you're in a place where you're unhappy, well, you got to set up a happy plan, And if you're in a place where your financial lack or limitation, you got to set up a financial plan. If you're in a place where you're fearful, then you got to set up a courageous plan. This is how a successful life is built. And it's built one day at a time, one introspection at a time, every single day. Listen, if we all did this, I guarantee you, the life, our, our lives would not only be better, our family's lives would be better, but quite frankly our communities would be better right we'd uh, we wouldn't be walking around using our mind to be critical of others and what they're doing we'd see, we'd stop doing that we'd start looking and and we'd have a lot more compassion for people that are are challenged and going through struggles in life but we'd look at ourselves and understand that you know i'm not going to point my finger at you that there's something wrong with you i'm going to point the three fingers back at me and say hey what can i do to change this right how can i change my attitude i know that attitude is just about everything and uh and if, if we don't have the right attitude, then what's going to happen is you're going to wake up feeling like crap with the wrong attitude. Um, I've done that for many years, so I know, until I found a, uh, a new practice and I just start waking up in gratitude, right? When my eyes open up in the morning, I go to gratitude. So gratitude is a place where we can all go in the morning to start our day. But all of us have challenges during the day. I don't know about you, but this day and every other day in my life, there's things that happen to me that are unexpected, right? I walked into studio, the this studio this morning, and there were people in my space and doing their thing. And, you know, I could have reacted in a negative way. But you know what? I, I, I looked at uh, what was going on in the studio, and uh, there was a fellow was tied up with some other guy that he couldn't break loose from, you know, one of those kind of talking heads. And, um you know, I just had some compassion because I've been there. I've been there a million times like that, right? So it's always a choice. So how do we cope, right? So some people always, let me circle back, you know, some people are better copers than the others. Well, I found that the uh, the ones that know how to cope in life are the ones that have tapped into the uh, power to change, which is right inside of them. Um, they're not waiting for somebody else to, to try to fix them. They're not waiting for uh, more money to come in the door or the next relationship or a better career. They're changing themselves right where they are. And then what happens is that when we make choices in the moment and we look back over time to see what, uh, what's happened, we see, we, we notice, oh, yeah, that was the day I decided I was going to have a great relationship with my family. That was the day. And then, you know what, I did what I needed to do over time to make that happen. I, I talked to a fellow today from my old, uh, or, or not today, this week from my uh, high school, 70, 1970, a long way back. Anyway, uh, we were, I was on um, uh, classmates.com and it happened to text him and he happened to mention to me, he said, you know, I've been estranged from my, my two uh, sons for many years. And I texted him back. I said, well, you know, have you been proactive? Oh, yeah. You know, my wife has really uh, poisoned his mind, their minds. And, they, you know, and they, we just have no relationship at all. And I said, well, it sounds like you've given up. He said, um, yeah, pretty much I've given up. There's nothing going to happen. And I think a lot of us get to those places where we just give up. But, you know, and I, and I put out to him, I said, you know, there's some proactive things we can do. And he said, "Well, I've been proactive a lot, and none of it's worked." I said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a spiritual guy, so I said, you know, first thing you can do proactively is start praying for her, and praying for those those kids." I said, "You know, next thing you can do is you know, there's this a lady I know that that writes letters to people that uh, that uh, you've been disenfranchised from, so she'll actually write a letter for you to help you to." Uh, uh, be able to connect with them. By the way, she'll be on our show here in a couple of weeks, so you want to tune in to, um, uh, to that. But uh, the other thing you can do is you can uh, you can reach out um, in, in just a non-abrasive way, right? Maybe, maybe you send somebody a, a little gift. Maybe you reach out in that way, right? So, you know, we, there are things we can do. There is, uh, that's my point, it's not hopeless. No matter what your situation, there are more solutions than there are problems. Um, so anyway, I don't know what the outcome is going to be with my friend there from uh, high school, but you know I'm hoping for the best for him. And I think uh, it's it's been my experience that just about any relationship can be healed if we have the willingness to do the work. Because I've found that most relationships are healed between our own ears. We're the ones that have to make the shift, make the changes. And if we do that, life gets better and better. I also want to mention this. You know, our words are so important. Words that I'm saying to you today are powerful. They are are words that if you listen to them, maybe you listen to this broadcast a couple times and listen to what the guests have to say. They are infusing this this uh, radio show with some wisdom, with some understanding, with some ways to take your life to a new level. But of course, you have to listen, right? You have to take those words and apply them in your own life. I found that all words that are filled with sincerity and compassion and, and, uh, and, and power, they help us to eliminate the illusions, So I hope you will take that to heart. This whole show is dedicated to helping you uh, take that uh, life and change it around, make it even better. Coming up next, I have an amazing man. He's a man that got me, uh, helped me get into radio. And he's going to be talking about an amazing new book that he has coming up. Uh, His name is Don Meredith. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be back with more. Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster Confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit com. That's kendyfoster.com. com
3: are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love then at some point you're going to be faced with a decision You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, the courage to change everything strategies and wisdom to transform your life one day at a time. This powerful, but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life, transforming wisdom, profound questions and action steps that will increase. Increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit The Courage to Change That's The Courage to Change We're
0: back with Voices of Courage, and now your host, Ken B. Foster. Well, welcome back to
1: Voices of Courage. Today we're talking about the courage to meet life's challenges. I want to... Let you know that this show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, San Diego's premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven and soul-inspired female entrepreneurs. You can find them at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. I happen to know in their August 10th meeting, they are going to have motivational speaker Lisa Nichols at the uh, event, which is a big deal. Lisa's probably the top motivational speaker in the nation. So she'll be at their event on the August 10th. So womenswisdom.net. Wow. I'm so glad you tuned into Voices of Courage, and I hope right now, if you're watching us on Facebook, that you'll give us uh, some likes, uh, some shout-outs, and post it, uh, uh, let let your friends know what we're doing here. That would really help the show. Today, we're talking, as I mentioned, the courage to meet life's challenges. I've got a man in my studio right now that's met a ton of life's challenges. He's uh, 30 years as a financial advisor, uh, working with uh, uh, individuals that want to... uh, uh, preserve their wealth. He's a uh, worked with property owners. He's an author. He's a painter. He's an actor. He's all kinds of things. And most importantly, he's the man that helped me get into radio. His name is Don Meredith. Don, welcome to
4: the show. Ken, great to be here. You know, uh, congratulations on your show. Thank you so much. I mean, it's really taken off. It has taken off like crazy. And uh, just yeah. uh, great ratings and uh, congratulations Th- on that.
1: Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've got a, I've got a great team here. I've got, uh, you know, our sound engineer back there, uh, you know, doing everything. Todd is uh, working with me and Susie, and you know, and Steve
4: here, and you know, all everybody in the studio is amazing. So well, you know what been it a is, great show. You know what it is. You have great a team. powerful message, and it's clear, and uh, the average guy can relate to it. And uh, I mean, you've always had. A, I've always admired you from afar in your books and. And, uh, and your message and, uh, uh you know, I, and uh, uh, amazing, uh, you're an inspiration not only to me, but, uh, to many people. And I don't know if a lot of people know that, but you're an avid biker. And I am. Yes. <laughs> I think that may be the fountain of youth. I don't know if this body was made to uh, ride a bike, uh, but uh, I don't know if there's such a thing, but, uh, I have a bike and I struggle, but I see what great shape you're in. Uh, and it seems like older people that ride bikes, uh, you know. Well, you know, I, I,
1: I think that's a good point. I mean, I, I do work <clears throat> at it, you know, and that is my message, right? I think if we want to have a, a really uh, outstanding life, right, uh, we do need to take care of our mind, our bodies, and our, our um, um, you know, our, our overall health on a, on a consistent basis, right? I so mean, that's what I do. I ride bikes. You know, I eat healthy. I, I read uh, powerful books that help me to uh, use the mind in a proper way. And, uh, you know, and then I pass it on.
4: You know, I feel like we're in a war. I mean, we're in a war with diet, with exercise. There's a little voice always present saying, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fighting you, right? That's It does. And uh, I, I, I was talking to some of my friends the other day saying, it's a war that exists every day. Mm-hmm. Every time you walk into the kitchen, are you going to do fruit, salad, or are you going to the other cupboard with with all the stuff, processed foods? And It's a war, right? It's, it's you can a, it's win a it. War. You can lose weight, lose a few pounds, and right away, that voice. Okay, good job. Now, forget the good eating. I I, I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but I, I really feel like it is a daily thing. It is a daily war. How long am I going to get on the treadmill? Or do I even need to be on there? Yeah, maybe I don't. So I always get that little voice saying otherwise, but the reward is great for even even a little exercise.
1: Well, it you know it is a war, and it's not a war that's won on a um, a one day. Uh, excuse me, on a uh, on a uh, with a long term commitment. It's a day. It's a war that's won every day, and that's what you're talking about. It's really, isn't it? Uh, you know, in your life, Don. I know you know there's choices, right? Like you just said, are you going to the cabinet? to eat the sugar. Are you going to go eat the salad, right? And you know what? What's the distinction there? Why? Why do one day you go to the sugar and the next day you go to the salad? Any thoughts on that?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a new book out called The Five Second Rule. Mel Robbins. Have you Have you heard of that? I, I have heard the book. It, yeah. it, they advertised that during the Olympics. It was at number one on Amazon, and it's the five second rule, and that means you you initiate ideas that you have within five seconds before your mind talks you out of it, and I thought Mel Robbins was a guy, and it's a very dynamic woman from New York. Uh, I've I got the Audible. Yeah. But uh, that's the rule, is yeah. is, is yeah. initiate.
1: Well, initiate. And I also believe we got a plan. So it's it's like um, if you – anytime I go to the store and I buy, let's say, my wife says, hey, can you pick up uh, some, uh, some ice cream, right? And I already know that I'm going to be eating that ice cream, okay? So – you know, if if we're in a place where we already know that we're going to do that, we're probably going to do it, right? You know, you have to plan for that you, sabotage. You got to plan for the sabotage, right? Right. Okay. You but have to. You have to. But you can also plan for the success. And and uh, for me, it's that place where uh I've been very successful at giving up white cane sugar over the years. And what it what how how I did that was I always found somebody else that would quit with me. Because <laughs> I believe where two or more of us are gathered, that presence, that 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 presence is with us, that divine presence, that power is between us, right? And uh, maybe for men, it's a little competitive, right, Don?
4: Well, you're talking about my favorite subject really is a collaboration. It's a collaboration. Learn to collaborate. Put people on your team. Right. You know, get outside your head. Right. And uh, collaborate with people that'll Uh, snap you out of things. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine, uh, in a minute, she would say, stop being a victim, Don. You know, I'd get a little whiny and, Mm -hmm. you know, and she'd, it it would be like a slap. She'd go, yeah, enough with the victim thing today. And I would need that. So collaborate, put people on your team. You know, people like to be on your team. Exactly. And they like to be asked. They do. and, And here's the other thing.
1: Everybody's going through the same life experience. Others are struggling just like you and me and everybody else. And everybody's walking around pretending that everything's okay. And, you know, when, we, when I get, you know, I've been coaching individuals for 20 plus years. And I've never met one person that everything is perfect in their life oh, yeah. or their business.
4: It just doesn't exist. We're always comparing our insides with other people's outsides. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I, and, and we know better. You know, yeah. Steve Jobs, one of the my favorite things that he said, and I've listened to his biographies and documentaries, but he said, uh, you know, ask advice. Right. I've never, ever asked advice and had anybody refuse me.
1: Yes, Exactly. I love that. And, you know, if we're not asking advice, then we're asking for uh, trouble is what I get. And if we're not listening and growing and evolving ourselves, then we're probably asking for trouble. See, I, I see it this way. Uh, pain shows up in uh, in two ways. We can create it ourselves. We can push ourselves and do things that are uncomfortable or considered painful or, you know, that type of thing or we can just sit around and try to cut off duality i'm only going to do everything that's fun and joyful and happy and i'm not going to do anything that seems like out of my comfort zone or painful if we live that life what happens is then all of a sudden one day we wake up and we we are just crushed with whatever we're not we're not paying attention to. For instance, if you overeat, right, and you just keep overeating, one day you're gonna feel pain in your body, you're gonna probably have troubles in your body, in your mind, and everything else, and you're gonna pay the price. Why not go out and push and, and feel the pain of exercise
4: and, feel, and move outside your comfort zone to do that? Every day make a few good decisions, how about that? Every, every day,
1: every day. Few good decisions, I love that, Don, okay. Listen, we're uh, Don and I are going to continue this conversation in our next segment here, and um, I uh, I want to ask you, Don. You know how how is it that you've created such an amazing life? Literally being an author, painter, actor, radio show host. Um, oh. I, I, I want to find out. I want to find out three secrets to doing that. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a
3: holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life transforming wisdom profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit the courage to change Everything.com. That's the courage to change
2: Everything.com. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage, and now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back to
1: Voices of Courage. Today the show is called The Courage to Meet Life's Challenges, and we're meeting them head on. In studio with me, I have Don Meredith. Don is an author, painter, uh, financial uh, strategist advisor, and uh, he's been an actor. He's been on radio. He's been all over the place. Amazing guy. I was just asking Don about uh, some of the strategies to live a, a, a an outstanding life. When when did you start actually uh, living a good life?
4: Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I should write a book called Life After Fifty Five because <laughs> I started painting. I'm sixty three now. Yeah, I started painting at fifty five. Oil painting. And uh, just just stayed on it, and I've I've been with a a, a, a great art master for for several years now. But uh, the point is, is why did I start doing that? And I get into you know when you were younger, did you have dreams that went away because you were working or oh, yeah. you know surviving? I think a lot of us did. Right, was right? Mm-hmm. I was told I should be on radio at when I was thirty, and also suggested that I should be looking at. Uh, you know, at least some local TV, but I didn't do any of that because I was busy making a living, supporting a family. And uh, my message to people is, is the whisper that was in you then, what is deep inside you? Mm-hmm. And the one reason I enjoy the profession I, I have is because we help a lot of uh, people find that, but it's that little whisper that's deep inside you that you gave up when you were in high school you know, I've learned a lot about uh, uh, life from artists and from painting and observing in art class. And I, I saw a lot of uh, people come in and they said, you know, I used to draw when I was in high school and I loved it until my father said, you'll never make a living at that. You're not that good at it anyway. Go to college and stop this nonsense. And they did. Mm. Only to find out, wow, they've reawoken they allowed themselves to go. And, and there's a lot of damage done by, by uh, voices of the past, mm-hmm. right? Those are mm-hmm. scars for some mm-hmm. people. And they finally have the courage to walk back into that art school and say, you know, this never went away. Let's see I, what we I, got here.
1: I, I get it. And, I, you know, I think there is a, uh, is a place where we were talking about collaboration earlier. Um, there's a place where we all need to have people that really support our dreams, at whatever age we are. I can relate exactly what you said about uh, even writing, drawing. I was a drawer in, in uh, sixth grade, loved, uh, loved to draw. And um, I you know there were dreams, drawing, music. Some of those pieces went away. I brought them back into my life, but at a much later age, right? So if I had collaboration, maybe it would have changed. I, I think a lot of this goes back to esteem, too. how how we
4: esteem ourselves. Well, you know, a lot of famous artists, by the way, started painting in their 60s and even later. Uh, As I say, it's been a great, uh, to observe what goes on in that art school is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the idea is, what are you really supposed to be doing in this world? That's a good point. We get that you chose a business or a career, but come on, you had to make a living. That was the main reason. That's usually the main thrust, unless Mm -hmm. you're a passionate scientist or something. Right. So what's in you? You're, you're much more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. So what? It's, it's a good age. That's why I say I didn't start stage acting, playing in this, these local plays, until after 55. I didn't start painting till after 55. I didn't do my first radio show until I was 52. You know, all these things surfaced later, but they were always inside me. What? That's good.
1: That's good. So, you know, I, I think if there's... Uh, it, it, let, let me ask you this, Thon. I was going to say, if there's somebody tuning into this, uh, I think this is a great message, right? You know, the people that are tuning in, listen, listening to Don right now. So what was the shift that all of a sudden you said, okay, I'm going to go paint. I'm going to go uh, act. I'm going to get a radio show. What What was, Well, at, at each, each time you did that, what was that little shift? What happened?
4: Well, you know, I saw an interview uh, that changed my life with Jonathan Ives, the chief architect of Apple Computer. Hmm. He's a Brit, and it was only a two-minute interview. You can Google it. And uh, it was a, a BBC interviewed him. And he, uh, they said, what is it about, uh, about you? You're the chief architect for Apple. And he thought for a very minute, and he, uh, a moment. And he talks very softly anyway. And he said, ideas come in a whisper. Mm. They're very fragile. Mm. And then he went quiet. And it was very powerful what he said. It, it had an impact on me. Because what he was saying is, you know, you can't wait for red flashing lights and sirens and said, you're onto something. Some of these ideas come softly through dreams while you're driving. They're thoughts. And in his world, those are very important and tangible if you're listening. And I started listening. And the first thing I I said is, you know, that little voice you have that maybe painting would be uh, interesting— and back to the five second rule, I went and signed up for a painting class and found out yes, you can be taught. You may say, ah, I don't have talent for that. Well, you can be taught. So when that little voice is
1: there, okay. When we and, and I, I do believe this. I think we, we have this society that is moving so fast, and we're going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Sometimes that little subtle voice may come in, and we just deny it. We just move
4: on. I don't have time for that, right? But what, you took time. What did Wayne Dyer used to say? He used to say, a lot of education happens in a quiet room. Mm. Are you quiet enough to hear those little whispers Mm -hmm. inside? And those little whispers matter. That's right. Pay attention. That's right. That's right. That's what I've learned. And that's why my life happened after 55, I think. Because I really started paying attention and going for it. That's good. Well, you've uh, gone for it again. You have a new book uh,
1: coming out. It's called the DST revolution. You're going to tell me what DST means and all my listeners. Um, it's coming out, I believe in
4: September. Three three weeks. Three weeks. It'll be on Amazon.
1: Three, three weeks to be on Amazon. Okay.
4: It's the DST revolution, 1031 exchange into retirement mode. Uh, as a financial person, our focus is, is people who own investment property. Right. Um, 30% 30% of the property in San Diego County, where we're at, uh, is owned as investment property. And the leading edge of the baby boomers, can believe it or not, they're 74 years old. And they own most of this property. And most of them don't want to own property and deal with tenants anymore, but they feel trapped. The reason is, if you just sell investment property, the IRS will tax you at up to 33% of your gain and in San Diego, if you've owned that for a lot of while, that's a lot of, that's a that's lot of tax. That's a lot of money. So uh, the IRS has this funny little thing called a 1031 exchange. It means you can sell your property and buy another property within 45 days and not pay that tax. Defer it. The DST, or the Delaware Statutory Trust, property, can. Uh, it has a, a, a great reputation, highly regulated, and... It's uh, allowing these people to get out of their headaches of managing property, replace the monthly income, and find out what they're really supposed to do in life.
1: Wow. Okay. I love it. So how can they get this book done?
4: It's coming out uh, at Amazon, as I said, in three weeks. Right. But we have the e-book. And your listeners, if they let you know until September 1st, they can have the e-book for free. We'll be happy to email it to them. Well, you know what
1: I think we'll do. Um, we have a uh, uh, a subscription uh, button on our on our site there. Uh, anybody that subscribes uh, to uh, the show here, uh, will get
4: the ebook for free until September first. You said until September first okay, when it when it comes out on Amazon. That's our contract. So
1: that's awesome. Man. So it's the DST Revolution 1031 Exchange into the retirement mode. Also, Don, how can they get a hold of you personally?
4: Uh, you know six one nine. 726-6100 is the number I've had for years 619 6100 be happy to chat anytime
1: Don thanks so much for being here man it you, was fun. you inspired me you enlightened me I, I just I just really appreciate you being here listen we're coming back I've uh, got a amazing lineup today this is just the show of the show so hope you'll stay
0: tuned we'll be right back We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck
3: or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time.
2: Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken Foster. Well,
1: welcome back to Voices of Courage. Our show today is talking all about how you can find the courage to meet life's challenges. And uh, I have an amazing guest uh, and friend on the line right now. His name is Rick Carlton. He's the founder of Save a Child International, a remarkably successful nonprofit organization that Rick started about eight years ago and with no prior experience, virtually no money and few resources. But today, Save a Child supporters can protect a young child in India from disease for 25 cents a year. Uh, The organization is is just Exploded, Rick. Rick, are you there? Hi. <laughs> hey, Ken. How you doing? Yeah, you're you're one of the fastest uh, uh, growing child organizations in India today, and uh, I'm just wondering um, how in the heck uh, all this came
5: about. Well, it all started with um, a desire to be of some help, to be of service, and um, the way I discovered the need was uh, during a research project in 2009 that uh, took me to India and involved rural and uh, slum children throughout the country. And uh, what I saw, what I experienced during that research project was really something I wasn't prepared for. I'd seen street people in tent camps here in the US. I grew up in Southern California, but uh, really uh, poverty is on a whole nother level over there in India. And these children were really, really bad off so it it really brought me to tears on more than one occasion
1: I'm 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 moved by that because I, I don't think there's a lot of people that I've come across Rick that sees a problem and um, and feels it and then and then makes a decision uh, when they're sitting in a place themselves uh, with you know like you said, described or I described uh, in your bio with little money. Um, not a lot of experience. That so just go ahead and do this. Uh, what? How did you get to that point? How did that? What was that movement that moved you into action?
5: Well, when I came back from that research project in 2009, I just uh, I couldn't get it out of my mind. Um, you know, I don't back into my work here, but uh, it was just this nagging thought kept appearing in my mind that, you know, seeing those children over there and thinking that there must be something I could do, even though I didn't have, as you mentioned, uh, the money, I had really no experience or very little in humanitarian work before this. And I didn't have a lot of contacts, but I had a few and I thought I just had to try to do something. So I think that it was just, that's what compelled me to start.
1: Yeah. You know, um, because that was a real challenge for you I know you here you have this dream we talked about this in the last segment with Don Meredith you have a dream you know you've got to earn a living <laughs> you've got a wife you've got all this going on right and yet you say okay I'm going to I'm going to find a way to bring and help these uh, bring support and help these children in India I, I just I just think that's that's pretty amazing so um so let's talk about, you know, what, what does the foundation do? Like, h- how does it work in India? Um, how do you uh, add value to the children's lives over there?
5: Well, what we do in India is we uh, we started off just uh, doing all kinds of different things, uh, sending over containers full of clothing and uh, food for these children, distributing that. But what happened was within a year, we discovered there was a disease that was very prevalent in India. It's prevalent in all of the developing countries in the world. And it has to do with malnutrition and a very specific nutrient that children like these in India and many other children in the world in these impoverished areas don't get. Um, it's just not in their diet, it's not available. So we first off identified that. Then we found a source and that was a miracle how that happened. One of many that have happened along this path. But we found a source for the nutrient, um, and so we started distributing it. And the way that we distribute is through a network of volunteers. So our costs are very low. We work with primarily volunteers. We have very few staff. We have two paid staff, part-time staff members in India, three part-time here in the U.S. So our overhead is low. And our effect is great relative to dollar for dollar invested, as you mentioned. We can provide this nutrient for a child for a whole year for 25 cents. So that can give you an idea. You know, we're not paying big salaries to anybody, but we've got this great volunteer base in India um, who are just so impassioned to do the work as we are. And that's how it all gets done.
1: I want to come back to that 25 cents in a second because that's that's amazing. <clears throat> but I'd like you to describe to me uh the children. Like where are the who are these children and you know where are they living and what are their conditions?
5: Boy, um to put it in words uh, the slums are as bad as you could even imagine. It's almost many of the slums are actually in sewage areas. So it's just like living in the sewage, uh, really, literally, in, sh- in little tin shacks and cardboard houses, dirt floor. Um, many of them don't have shoes on their feet. Uh, these children are subject to all kinds of uh, diseases. And. Um, in the, rural, in the rural areas, these are like remote rural villages that are perched on mountaintops so hard to get to that most of the humanitarian organizations that we know of in India don't even go there. It's just too far. It's just too hard to reach. So these are kids uh, that are living with impoverished, impoverished communities where there's little to eat. And the food that they do get is very low in nutrition, and that's why they have this particular disease that we are able to protect them from is because of just the low quality of food that they get.
1: So if I understand correctly, then, you, you uh, provide a micronutrient that will protect the child for from disease for up to six months. Is that correct?
5: That is right, yes. Uh, that nutrient stores in the child's body and uh the body actually uh, puts it into the bloodstream as it's required. It's the same mechanism that we use, adults and children, all over the world. So this, is a, this happens the same for everyone except for in developed nations. We get plenty of all of these nutrients. In these countries, they don't.
1: Wow. Okay, Rick, so $0.25. Cents. How the heck can you get the delivery of a micronutrient in the middle of the slums in, uh, India, which has the largest population of impoverished children in the world. How do you get it to them for 25 cents? What's, how do you, you do know, this? It,
5: it, it, I understand, you know, trying to wrap your head around that is not easy because it just seems like so little money, but the way it works is that, uh, the product is actually delivered to us in India for free. So the micronutrients come free. We then, our job in India, Save a Child India, that's another nonprofit organization that I formed when I simultaneously was Save a Child International, which is here in the U.S. So Save a Child India is, they're the ones that have this large volunteer base. So basically what we do is we drop shift shift the products to central locations in different areas throughout 19 of India's 29 states and these volunteers pick them up and they on their own money on their own finances deliver and administer those to the children in those rural areas in those slums every 6 months and uh, those children that we deal with, that we actually are treating are from 6 months to 5 years old wow. and after 5 years old they no longer require this this supplement
1: so, oh, I get it. So it's so the young kids. That's awesome. Well, Rick, listen, I'm I'm running out of time here, so I need to let our audiences know if uh, if our listeners, you know, want to protect a, a child from these diseases uh, through Save a Child. You know, how can they do this, Rick?
5: Well, it's pretty simple, Ken. Um, we have a website www.saveachild, and it's spelled S E as in Edward. V as in victory, A as in apple, that's the seva, which means service in India, in Hindi. So it's SaveAChild.org, And uh, they'll find the donate button on any of the pages of the website. Click the donate button and they'll be on our donate page. Very simple from that point forward.
4: That's
1: awesome, Rick. Okay, saveachild.org. Um, Boy, I sure encourage our audience to go and uh, contribute today. To this organization I've known Rick for the eight years uh, Plus uh, that he's been doing this project I can say it's an amazing project And Rick i just so happy That uh, you know God's put you In the lives of those children To uh, support them so you're, you're an Thank amazing you so man much, yes. Thank you for being here Thank you, Thank you. Listen we'll be right Bye. back We're going to be talking about uh, The courage to move through A no way out situations Be right back
3: We'll be back with more. Voices of
0: Courage with Ken D. Foster.
3: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com.
2: Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org.
0: We're back with Voices of Courage, and now your host, Ken D. Foster. Welcome back. You are listening to
1: Voices of Courage. Today's show is all about the courage to meet life's challenges. Listen, I wrote a book, it's coming out in uh, November of this year now. And it's called, uh, it's right here The Courage to Change Everything Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. Why did I write a book? Listen, I wrote this book, this is number seven for me, because I had clients showing up and uh, they were inspired when they'd work with me. And then what they tell me is that uh, a day or two later, they uh, they weren't as inspired and they'd stop uh, doing what they were supposed to be doing, right? So I thought to myself, well, what if they had some a little wisdom in their life every single day? What if they uh, had some powerful questions to help direct their mind in a positive way? And what if they had daily action steps to start to focus themselves when they woke up in the direction of their dreams? So that's what I decided to write. And uh, now we have 365 daily strategies to help uh, generate success in all areas of your life, right? So I'd like to read a section from the book today, uh, give you a little insight on what that would be for you. Uh, This is day 166. Courage shows up as you move through no way out situations. When you are accomplishing large and small goals, difficulties will come. It's a fact that resistance will occur when reaching most of your goals. We live in a world of duality. Where there is light, there is dark. Where there is a great idea, there is resistance to that idea. It's designed that way to strengthen you and grow you to fulfill your life purpose. To reach your highest potential, start using three magic words that will aid you in overcoming all your challenges. What are these words? I can, I must, I will. Listen, don't skip over these powerful words. See what happens when you apply them to your problems. When a seed is planted in the ground, it starts to sprout. It immediately hits the resistance of the ground surrounding it. But the universe always provides what is needed. If you were to look at that seed sprouting under an electron microscope, you would notice attracting in the microscopic minerals and elements it needs to break through the ground. You too have access to attracting resources to overcome any resistance to your success. Get it? So today ask, what am I determined to accomplish no matter what the obstacles have been? Number two, what are three The three most important actions I can take to overcome any obstacles in the way. And number three, how can I become more courageous because of the actions I take today? And the actions, pick one problem you're having, then choose one gift, talent, or ability that you can use to overcome it. (coughs) We all have gifts. We all have the power to overcome anything in this life. And if you're listening to this show, you're like me. You got challenges, you got problems, unless you're just in denial. So just pick one this week. What is it for you that's going to take your life and make it a little better? Um, There's so many ways to do this. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Your life isn't going to be built in a day. But you do need to take daily actions to make it better. So I found some keys that I'd like to give you that'll help you to create a better life. So the first key is this. Start to acknowledge what's not working. It's just as important to look at what is working, but start to acknowledge what's not working. And then set your intention to change, right? What does that mean? It means you you re- literally use the power of your mind and say, you know what? I will, I can, I must change. I will, I can, I must change. I must change this. You start to increase that willpower. And sometimes for some of us, we have to increase our won't power. So I will let go of eating unhealthy well, I won't eat what? <laughs> you know, make a list of what you're, you're letting go of and then go clean the closets out, right? If you're in business, right? I will generate additional revenues this month. I won't? Well, maybe get distracted. Maybe get uh, procrastinate, all right? So use your willpower and your won't power to set intention. And next Use power words to shatter any limitations around the problem. Words saturated with sincerity and conviction are highly explosive and shatter the illusions of difficulties. Try affirming this. I am an infinite being filled with power and might to overcome any problems. I am an infinite being filled with power and might to overcome any problems. I am powerful beyond measure. I am filled with wisdom and courage. I will overcome. If you were to say that every day when you wake up or when you face a problem, I would almost bet, <laughs> put my money on it, that most of your challenges, if, not, if they wouldn't go away, you'd sure start to feel the power to make them go away, right? power is inside of you you're the creator of your destiny. Your mind is over your emotions. Your emotions are over your actions. Your actions are over your results and your results are over your de- destiny. What do most of us do when we set an intention? I know I've been guilty of this a million times. I want to do the easiest things first, but I submit that you got to do the, sec- the, the, uh, the worst first. So whatever it feels like crap in the morning to do, go do it. If it means getting up and making a, a, a smoothie, go do it. If it means going to exercise, go do it. If it means you're in business, you've got to make the, the worst calls first, go do them. Do the worst first. You see, by taking small daily actions, every single problem is solved, every single one. And why, why do we even have these problems? Well, I've learned. In my life, when I was, uh, uh, a couple years ago, I was training uh, to go to the World Triathlon event up in Penticton, British Columbia, and gosh, the worst first kept showing up. I'd have to get up at 5.30 in the morning to train, right? I'd go swim in a pool at 6 in the morning, or I'd go uh, run, uh, or I'd go bike in the early morning in the freezing cold and the freezing rain. You know what? I was like, at one point, I'm going like, why am I doing this? What is this about? And I had to go back within and, and realize that it wasn't about <clears throat> going to uh, a world triathlon event. It was about me changing me and becoming stronger and becoming all I was meant to be. That's why I did it. That's what powered me. That was the purpose behind it. I wanted to experience uh moving past the limits that i had set in my own life i think uh, don meredith uh, earlier in our broadcast today said it said it well <clears throat> he wanted to be an actor early on on radio a painter a writer <clears throat> he finally listened to the voice and did it so if there's something that is in your space right now and you're you're thinking you know That small voice has been there for a while thinking, you know, maybe I need to start a business. Maybe I need to find a better friendship. Maybe I need to become more spiritual. Maybe I need to go in nature and and calm my mind or learn to meditate. Whatever it is for you, it's not going to happen unless you make it happen, right? And you already know this. I don't want to be the one that uh, shines any light on this for you. You already know it, right? I mean, I'll I'll put a little light for you, but you're the one that has to shine the light. You're the one that has to take the action. I don't know about you, but I talk about this a lot because I think it's powerful and important. Our failures are just as important as our successes. Any failure that we can learn from is a good thing, right? Failure is a natural part of succeeding, so I want you to think about embracing your failures, embracing uh, embracing them in a way that you create more success, no matter if you failed in business and relationship and building things or partnerships or friendships or spiritual life or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. School. You know, as long as you learned, it's good. It's a good thing. And what's going to happen is your life's going to get better and better and better. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, I believe we all need to rise up and meet our challenges, ascend our thinking, change our conversations, and expand our courage. And by doing this, we can easily move through disappointments, pain, and challenging times. You'll hear me say that time and time again because it's true. And I hope you uh, will pass this show on to your friends and let them know about it. You can pre order my latest book at thecourage to change everything.com. The Courage to Change everything.com. You can also find our replays on voicesofcourage.us, voicesofcourage.us and Facebook. So until next time, live courageously and see the unseeable, know the unknowable and do the impossible. You can do it.
0: Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster.